0: Hi, I'm Nana and I'm Bonkio and this is African-American. This is a show about African immigrants and children of African immigrants living in the United States. So, today we're going to welcome back someone who's been in every season. <laughs> And how could we have even another season, even this abbreviated one, without having her? So welcome back to Miss Yasmin.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: <laughs> <laughs> i get my Zagruta in. And this time we're going to be talking about how Yasmin has taken a path that very I don't want to say very few, very few Africans have willingly <laughs> taken. That you know of willingly, <laughs> no, I know of okay, so let's talk about the path. So, so Yasmin is a vegan and is going to be talking about, you know, being vegan and having her identity. I think a lot of Africans or a lot of people are kind of vegan, vegetarian by default because they don't have a lot of meat in their diet, but like they're still very much meat people. I don't know many Africans who look at meat. And say no it's beyond meat. So, huh? I said it's beyond just not eating meat. I think before we even start, that we need to define what veganism is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Africans are just wrapping their minds around vegetarianism. So like veganism is that next level, right? Um, there are Orthodox Christians who, I want to say their Lent is like a vegan Lent because they can eat beans. And, like, rice and bread. But they can't eat eggs or cheese. And that's what being vegan is, right? No? Yes? (laughs) Tell us, Yasmin. Yeah, I
1: mean, (laughs) so it's interesting because I, in my head, like you were saying, I feel like a lot of Africans are, like, vegan by default, but, like, wouldn't turn down meat if it was there. Mm -hmm. And... Maybe that makes them plant-based. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel like the definitions are changing and shifting and everyone's kind of dipping and dabbling in stuff lately.
0: What is the difference between vegan and plant-based? Or is the same thing? So
1: vegan is more of an ethical position historically. Like, I think people use them interchangeably. But right now, I think the whole, like, plant-based health movement is gaining a lot of traction, which is people who don't necessarily have ethical qualms with meat or dairy, all that stuff, but just know that the kind of like health benefits you can gain from eliminating a lot of those products from your diet are worthwhile. But at the same time, I think, and this is like, I feel weird being the person to define this. Cause I feel like this could be a whole debate with somebody, but um. I would argue that a lot of plant-based people are probably like, wouldn't, you know, if there was like a tasty cheese dip at a party, like once every couple of months, they would probably be cool having that. Um, whereas a vegan who has like an ethical background would would probably never dive back into the, the meats and the cheeses and things like that. So there, but there's a lot of like, I'm just thinking about my circle of Instagram people and that my cousin is plant-based Oh wow. <laughs> wow. And I know a Nigerian friend who is plant-based and there are a lot of there's like some Ghanaian I have a um, cookbook from a Ghanaian author who is vegan so I feel like there's a little upsurge in people who are like cool with as long as it's not like forever and always that are like open to eating mostly plants most of the time. Yeah that
0: makes sense and I think that yeah, again, that's what people have by default. I think right. if any African country, I mean, more so North Africa than anything, but like when I lived in Egypt, like people weren't eating steak every day. Like right. that's just not, they weren't vegan. I mean, people eat ate eggs and things like that, but it was more of a like, what can the average person kind of afford? I think the same thing with Morocco. And so we've talked about, what a vegan is and you've outlined that there's like people who are like social justice warrior type vegans and i know them <laughs> they be in my facebook feed
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, <they> annoy you. <laughs>
0: um no but i think sometimes it it it's just it's about the energy mm I wish that people had the same energy that they have for a chicken that they do for a black person that was shot in the mm-hmm. street. That's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. However, <laughs>
1: are, you about, are you talking about white vegans? Because I feel like that's a whole, 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 whole other animal rights. Vegan. I'm not.
0: I'm not for you know abusing animals and things, but it's just. It's really weird to me when there's people who will be like, don't say kill two birds with one stone. Say two (laughs) birds with one scone. And then it's like, Jamal so-and-so was shot dead by the police. I don't really know what to say about that. Huh? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's a, you know, every, every living thing is important, including living Black people. But that aside... What kind of vegan or plant-based person are you? Like, what motivated you to make the plunge? Because when we first met, (laughs) I don't think you were vegan.
1: The dark days. The dark days. (laughs) Yes, because living in the dark days. The dark
0: days. All right. Because when we first
1: met, we were, if you'll recall, we were living in a place where pork products were not only like not very available, but we're behind a velvet, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't eat pork so I never used to Yes, I, <laughs> I do remember that I'd be like what is
0: this and I'd be like
1: oh <laughs> yes so Spinneys. when you were in Abu Dhabi yes we had to go to Spinney's a particular grocery store that had a pork room and you had to like go to the back of the store and always smelled like you shouldn't put all pork in one place like the smell was I went just... in that
0: room one time because I <laughs>
1: So <laughs> <too> much, <laughs> but it was like my weekly ritual, like me and a bunch of coworkers, where we go in the pork room and get all the like sausages and bacon and all the fun stuff. So it was, huh. me. it was a, a big part of my life. That's for- what you all were doing then. but I yeah. didn't know you all had pork <laughs> parties. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We even had. I'm pretty sure there was like a porkapalooza. palooza. Oh my that God. Was, What? Yeah. Was all over <laughs> <the way. laughs> he and Ton used to be making pork, like five pound pork roast. We were out of control because it was what? just like forbidden. We, and fun. Well, <laughs> also, you
0: and him um, were really big on f- cooking, like yes. fries like making your own like from scratch like i still remember yeah. you made a pumpkin squash gnocchi or something like that or a ravioli
1: <laughs> and i ate
0: it and i was like you made you made this pasta you made
1: this no i look back i'm like i don't know her i don't know what she was doing what like, happened yeah. with? i mean you're still on
0: she's on instagram curvy afro vegan are those not foods
1: that you cook They are, but the intricacy, like hand-making pasta, I don't even like pasta that much. I was just bored, and it was a ritual to do when you had not that much else going on in life. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But to your question, I think um, what's funny is I've actually known in my life more vegans of color than white vegans. Like, I actually... Don't think I have a single white vegan. I don't have that many white friends. Period. But I, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I, I have two white friends left. So left. Wow. <laughs>
0: many are called, but I few are chosen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: um, but it's funny because I feel like uh, the first vegans that I knew closely, ironically, I was in Ghana, so I studied abroad in Ghana. Um, during my junior year of college and there was two black vegans on the program and it was so eerie because they were both Jamaican both went to school in like Massachusetts they didn't know each other and they were both vegan and they like found each other and both their names started with R so they were like I remember the first night of studying abroad I didn't know anyone and they were in the room next to me and they kept screaming I can't believe you're vegan. Oh my God, your family's pretty amazing. They were just like like on level 10. And I started (laughs) off, I was like, these are the most annoying vegan. Like all they talk about is fruits and (laughs) vegetables. And like, it was just, um, like it was weird because they had this like crazy bond. Um, But then as the program went on, getting to know them more, it was really interesting to just hear this. Like it was never about the animals. I never heard them say a word about like, we love goats, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, chickens, say the chicken, chicken lives matter, I never <laughs> heard anything about that from them, it was always just about the quality of life and well-being that they were seeking, um, and if I'm remembering correctly, a lot of it had to do with sort of the trajectories of health within their families, And the fact that they just wanted to, they sort of aspired to have like the clearest skin, the healthiest bodies, like there's this sort of spirituality to it from both of them. And I think even looking back, I'm like at age, like whatever, 19, 20, to make that kind of decision, I thought it was really just, they were very much um, very tuned into who they were and had this kind of self-awareness that at the time just felt very foreign to me. Like it seemed like a strange decision, um, I remember they were so talking about Africans <laughs> and vegans um, whenever we would go to new places they'd have to explain their diet to people and so in Ghana the term that I guess best worked at the time was pure vegetarians so they would try to go around and say oh we're pure vegetarians and people would feed them like a soup without like the meat in it but like that had like little pieces of meat and they're like yeah this it was cooked vegetarian. in the meat <laughs> <Yeah>. and, like <laughs> but there were just all these like funny ways where they would be like nope this still isn't vegetarian nope this still has meat in it yep even if the meat is small it's still a meat like for <laughs> so. African people trying to <laughs> come yeah <back. laughs> strange thing is though Ghanaian a lot of traditional Ghanaian foods are vegan like you can easily make them vegan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very it, it was funny because when people finally would understand, like once it would kind of click, like, oh, really no meat, then they would have a great time because the fruit was so fresh. Like they would have like jollof rice without the little meat pieces in it. And they were just, they like had a great time and loved the food um, and really thrived there. But it was interesting because it would, like the concept of it just didn't make a lot, it was just always interesting to see like what concepts just make no sense in a different place like okay it's not a lot of meat why does it matter if it's only a small meat like (laughs) let um so that was my first experience with vegans and then I when I like years later when I was in grad school randomly again I was around a lot of vegans of color like there were three or four black vegans in a place that did not have a lot of black people period um and then people like um a couple of latinx folks and they were all vegan so it just ended up like there'd be all these occasions where I would be the only meat eater um and that was just like interesting and I remember kind of questioning like I wonder why I don't know I just was curious I think my curiosity was always piqued like why are people of color that I know making this sort of decision like I'm not I always knew that stereotype of the white irritating vegan and was always kind of repelled by that but all of these non-white people were also making this choice so in the pandemic or did they grow up vegan no these were all people who very much like decided to be vegan i would say all in their 20s at some point just made that life choice um so I started reading, I asked my one of my friends from grad school, like, I'm curious, like, what were you, what got you into it? And she said she had just started reading. And so I started to engage with some of the like texts and books and things like that from Black vegan authors and went on this like huge reading streak. Um, It was like probably almost exactly two years ago at this time, because it was like, you guys know, like a couple months into the pandemic, like that kind of yeah. weird, like, I got time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I remember the feeling very clearly because it, I got the books from the library. So I guess by that point, the library had figured out this like contactless. It was like all these new things like, oh, you can get books, but it's contactless and you can go outside. You just have to stay away from people. And so I remember just feeling like in this very open, airy space of possibility and uncertainty and, just very receptive to a lot of those ideas and so it was really through I think all of that raw data from early on in my 20s of like these amazing interesting people that I knew who had made this choice plus doing my own research that made me like take the leap. And so would you
0: say that you are like... I mean, how long have you been vegan now? It's been a year or two years now. Yeah,
1: it's been like almost two years. I was like very dramatic about it. And I was like, I'm gonna go vegan on the summer solstice. So it was like July 20th or something, like 2020.
0: Interesting. And so
1: turkey. Yeah, I I've always made done things cold like
0: Turkey. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: <Bye, monkey>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hey live your life. (laughs) Wow.
1: Admirable. Very admirable.
0: And so are you, I mean, but what kind of vegan are you? Are you, are you, um, I guess that the question is, are you open? Like you had a Ghanaian picnic and I don't know what's, what's something Ghanaian that has meat in it? I
1: was going to say, I'm already a bad so this is not even a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I just mean, okay,
0: so let me give background. The first vegan I ever met was Black, too, and it was weird. I was like, okay, you're vegetarian. She's like, no, I'm vegan. She was Black, but she was adopted by a white woman.
1: Wow.
0: And um, Baha'i as well. So that was really interesting, being like, what that? I didn't know anything about that, because it's college. I was like, what's that? What's that? Is that like a... I don't know what I thought it was, but anyway learned a lot of things from her and saw her struggles in terms of like the dining halls and restaurants like one we went to a soul food restaurant they literally gave her um green peppers steamed that still had the stickers on them and I was like y'all can do (laughs) better and also who picked soul food as the the black students thing to do anyway um so my I mean I didn't I don't think I had a, an idea of like, and then you know you get to meet more. i more I met more white people who were vegans, and you know I I I know people who are more like animal rightsy vegan, mm. um, as opposed to like just having like religious or other kind of convictions that just make it easier when you are. I know other people who are like they are vegetarian or vegan because of other food restrictions, and it just makes it easier, but. This person that I knew, like we went to a Middle Eastern restaurant and she got the lamb. She's like, "Oh no, I do eat meat on." She wasn't vegan because of the animals. Mm-hmm. She was vegan because I forgot what her reasoning was, but she was like, "I." Actually, she was vegan because of the animal. I'm trying to. Re- it's it's, a, it's been a yeah, long time. Yeah, I feel
1: like everyone has like. <laughs> Like it's like different things intersect and weave depending on where they're at.
0: Exactly. And so for her, it was like, if I'm in a cultural, if I'm, if this is a culturally significant meal or I'm having an experience at like a restaurant, I'm not going to, she's not going to eat the meatballs at Olive Garden, but (laughs) if there is some kind of like lamb dish at this like Arab restaurant and that's not her culture, then she will partake in it. Right. So I'm wondering, all that is to say, like. How vegan are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen you having some... I mean, some of them things look pretty nice. I feel like I wonder if it really <laughs> tastes like the real thing. I just... <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I
1: don't so know. I feel like the the thing that's always carried through is I do find a lot of joy in cooking. And I feel like the pandemic was a sort of safe haven of like... like I. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about whether I would have gone vegan if it weren't for the pandemic, because I don't do a lot of like pandemic magical thinking. But mm-hmm. um, I will say like to have no dinner invites and no parties and no social like social stuff, I think, is what makes it feel hard for people. And so to have really had none of that for like about a year and a half. Um, made it really easy. And so I think it was, like, easy for me to get my habits down to the point where, like, um, for the most part, I would say I just work around different things. Like, I don't find it super hard to, like, avoid certain foods. And there's certain things that I really don't want to eat. Um,
0: I know you don't like eggs.
1: Yeah, I never.
0: Liked I remember eggs. that and being <laughs> like, "Wow, you cook and bake and you don't uh, like eggs."
1: I know. I and just like, I know just don't what... cook
0: things with them in there. I'd be like,
1: "What?" Yeah, I've always had like I'll eat quiche, or I haven't had quiche, but and since being vegan, but like at, at the time, but it would have to be like cheese, like laden, like there's no eggs taste in this. Um, but. I, so I will say I did, I've had like recently kind of started to like realign, figure out some stuff because there is more stuff happening. Until, what do
0: you mean realign? Realign isn't realign <laughs> with meat? <laughs> you you so add that's, bacon that's into the thing.
1: Like, what is the boundary? Realignment.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, this
1: is my like reveal. I actually am no longer vegan podcast. No, but um, <laughs> like... So I think that it's, it's interesting because I have had that thought, mostly because my partner is very, like, ever since I became vegan, has become more and more like meat centric, I think, to antagonize me. Oh, he's not. (laughs) I thought he was vegan. So what's funny about him is like, I keep telling him at the beginning of 2020, he told me his resolution was to be more plant based. And I made fun of him. I was like, "You like, because he, you know, I don't know. I felt like he was just choosing something random. And I was just like, yeah, sure, more plant-based, you know, bullshit. Um, And then, of course, like six months later, I was like, I don't want to eat meat anymore. And so now he's, like, desperate to, like, share one last thing together. <laughs> and it's really bad. Like, so we have a lot of fond memories of, um, for example, like, when we went to the beach the first time um, in, like, what whatever, whenever we had met. Um, we, like, brought oysters to the beach and we, like, grilled them over an open fire. And so he'll be, like... Please, like, one last oyster. Like, I would love to just share one more oyster with you.
0: And have and him you, wishing like, for one more after that.
1: So, no. yeah. you, you You break open the floodgates. I know. And so I'm just, like, He and he keeps, he goes into the science of, like, well, an oyster is a bivalve. So it doesn't actually have sentience and blah, blah. I'm like, it's... But that's <laughs> not why you're vegan
0: anyway. So... No. He's using white vegan logic, yes. anti-white yes. vegan logic
1: yeah, I'll have to tell on a black that. girl. Like, this doesn't make sense.
0: I'm not trying to save the oysters, which...
1: Exactly.
0: I, so it's that doesn't do it. Well, but how I, has your family reacted to you being vegan?
1: Um, it's been difficult, to say the least. Um, <laughs> no, my sister has been very accepting of... Vegan food adventures like for a while when we were living together in Baltimore. Um, I we did like a meal kit delivery called Purple Carrot, which I highly oh,
0: love. yeah, a lot of the uh, yeah, all, all the white vegetarian people be recommending that thing. No,
1: it's really they'd be cool. like, it's hitting. I'm like. <laughs> It's great. I mean, great but, for you. Purple as with a meal kit. You have to add your own spice and your own oils because are mm. gonna provide. But I will say I have done like blue apron and my friend sent me whatever, green chef or one of those. Those were so like basic and disgusting and average. Like purple carrot, because it's vegan, they have to put a lot of creativity into their meals. So they would have like honestly really good stuff like I've had flatbread pizza and you're
0: giving me a skeptical look I mean you know I just I've I've done blue apron before and thought it was meh
1: no blue apron is so bad but I think the thing is like when you have to like make the vegetables like the star I think purple carrot's goal is like for you to make stuff, you would normally like you wouldn't buy fifteen vegetables to make a dish. But since they've already pre-packaged it, they can do like a really delicious, like super flavorful <laughs> dish that you wouldn't I normally make. To try to that. I mean,
0: I mean, yeah, I guess. I <laughs> I. I, I there are really look Indian food has some really lovely vegetarian dishes and things like that maybe not I don't know about the vegan I'm sure there's vegan ones too because there are a lot of vegan um
1: oh yeah like a lot of dal and um samosas are usually vegan like a lot of things you would not mine <laughs> what? <laughs> what what, what? <laughs> is <your> ghee! ghee <laughs> baby oh, well maybe I'm wrong maybe I just okay <laughs> I will also to say I'm not the kind of vegan that and you know whatever white vegans can bless me but I'm not gonna over ask questions so <laughs> I'm not gonna be like is there ghee in the samosa I'm gonna be like everything I'm reading on the menu appears to be vegetables <laughs> therefore I'm going to eat this food
0: oh my gosh so- it makes me remind me of you know the person that asks look I get it if you're trying to keep halal. I get it if you're trying to keep kosher. But when you ask, was the pan
1: no. that the thing that's was not. cooked
0: in also a pan that has been used, even if it was washed, to cook meat? Like, <laughs> baby, there's no restaurant that's going to, like, and you're at, like, Chili's? <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: feel I've been like in that, that is, situation. You're in an American chain restaurant. This is a burger place. Like, let's just be happy they have some non-meat options. But yeah.
1: Right. I feel like I don't know any Black vegans or vegans of color that act like that. But I also might be, like, stereotyping or drawing a line where there isn't always one. But I think for the people that I know, like, for the health and sort of spiritual impact, it's like, it doesn't really matter about... You know this point one zero one percent chance that a meat touched this other like they're above that in the same way. I just feel like when you're a person of color, you have to be beyond like stupid, you know just the things that don't matter like there has to be yeah. some differentiation um and you know whatever, if that's your choice in life to like spend energy on that kind of thing, I guess that's your choice, but I think I what a hoping- privilege to carry beyond that like in my imagination I feel like vegans are getting more tapped into like it's not just about me it's about climate change it's about the environment it's about like um equity like other bigger things but I might be completely wrong about that
0: I think there are also just more vegan options right there are whole restaurants and things like that I'm talking I mean some of these things I'm talking about And they weren't that long ago, but some, but even within, you know, pandemic time, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I just saw something about the slutty vegan lady and how her company is worth a hundred million dollars now. I think how we've gone from, you know, maybe one option, even in a chain restaurant menu. I don't care what nobody say. I love me that. I don't know if it's Chili's or TGI Fridays, but somebody has a South Quesadilla Explosion Salad. (laughs) It's nothing but a salad with some quesadillas on the side, chicken quesadilla explosion. I love. I freaking love that thing. Haven't had it since the pandemic. <clears throat> and even in their menus, they always have things. They have they have at least three, four things that somebody who doesn't eat meat might be able to enjoy.
1: Which yeah. I don't
0: remember even 10 years ago. So. Yeah, and
1: there's still some places that are like stuck. Like the example is on Mother's Day, my mom wanted to go to a steakhouse. <laughs> and so it was just like there's gonna be Brussels sprouts, which I had to ask for no bacon on them, and mushrooms. Yeah, which is annoying. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't even have fries. Like, fries is my go to. I will be a happy fry person. Like, I think that's because I'm also not like a, I wouldn't call myself a health nut. Like, I can be pretty chill just eating French fries, even though it's like not classy or whatever. You know, people are like, feel bad. I'm like, it's food and that's not delicious. I know. I'm like any excuse to like eat a plate of fries for no reason. But um they didn't even have fries. And I was just like,
0: oh this, this is a bougie is steakhouse.
1: It... <laughs> yeah, but it was like their menu was too big to like justify why they had no option. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where I think there's places where it's like, okay, this is a tiny little hole in the wall and their menu only has like 10 things you understand why they don't have anything vegan and then there's like places like that where it's just like nope they just wanted to put meat in every single thing on this entire menu when they say
0: steakhouse they mean (laughs) steak yeah
1: they meant steakhouse for sure
0: well can you you know something that you've mentioned and maybe it's not part of your motivations but you talk about people and having these like spiritual reasons or things that, can you talk about that? What is, what is that? And where, 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 you know, what's some of the logic? Well, I don't know if it's logic, but what's some of the reasoning behind that? What are the spiritual leanings or motivations behind becoming vegan?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I think um, one, so there's this book I really enjoy called *Sister Vegan, which is like an essay compilation all by Black women. And so what was really cool about reading that is it was like, I think at least 20, if not more, different perspectives. And none of them was the same. Like they all had some, like even if they were health motivated, it was like slightly different approaches. And if it was spiritual, it was like slightly different ways of getting at it. But one thing that resonated for me in terms of the spiritual, and I don't consider myself like a terribly spiritual person, but the idea of, I don't know why just very acutely I had this moment where I was like, oh, if there's a way to do a little bit less harm um, in this world, this is a really easy, for me personally, an easy way to do less harm. Like, I think just looking at some of the numbers of, like, you know, for me, I'm again, I'm not super big on spirituality. I'm not super big on climate change or that kind of stuff. But it just seemed like as someone who knows, how to cook really well, who's relatively affluent, who is wanting to kind of detach from meat. It felt like an easy way to kind of be slightly elevated above my baseline way of being. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just, it seemed like a way to tap into something spiritual that wouldn't require Again it's weird cuz for me a lot of people are, are like what why wouldn't you just like meditate 5 minutes a day rather than change your whole diet but for for me I've just always had a really easy time when I want to make a decision about something different to do in my life it's really easy for me to be all into it and I just seemed like I had this awareness at the time of like this is my way to tap into a sort of higher version of myself whereas I'm never gonna like stop driving my car one mile to get like groceries or like Mm -hmm. do to me there's a certain like crappy environmental behaviors that I have and ways that I can be a little bit harmful or not the best I can be when it comes to like climate change stuff where I was like oh the difference that being vegan can make is like 20 times more than recycling everything or like being zero waste or all these like little things that I think people are always trying to do which are very admirable. Um it was just amazing to see how much higher the impact was on like the food system and the environment and also just a way of edging out some of that inequality. Um in just thinking about I forgot what was on TV the other day which is terrible but like seeing like The way that we live in the United States is like destroying the overall ecosystem because we are so addicted to meat and our pleasures and I just felt like this was one thing that I could do that could actually have an outsized impact um, compared to like sometimes I get caught up in like does it really matter if I um recycle this can or whatever um so yeah that was where I found the spiritual connection Um, But for some people, I think it does resonate more. And just like, like a lot of the people in that book talked about either seeing an animal being slaughtered as a kid and having some sort of reaction to it. Um, I still don't think I've ever seen an animal be slaughtered or anything like that. But I actually have gotten to this point mentally because I haven't played around with raw meat as much or not as much at all in two years Mm -hmm. that like today. Mom was like, I don't even know if it was oxtails or what it was, was in the sink just like floating. And I was just like, cool. <laughs> I'm sure she's about to be moms too. <laughs> I
0: say, right? I'm like, move for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like crazy, just like a slight like, oh, that is flesh. Like it just feels a little distant. Uh, which I think not eating it has given me that distance to kind of even. Like I wasn't somebody who started off like, oh, it's disgusting, it's murder. Like I still don't think that, but it, it surprised me how, as someone who used to make meat constantly, that I could actually have that reaction of like, oh, not as interested in this at all anymore.
0: Yeah, I I've I've seen animal slaughtered several times. I've just been in like the Arab Muslim world for Eid al Adha several times. The not even those. This the last time. Time yeah, the last time I was there for al Adha, I lived above a butcher shop. So um, <laughs> wow. It I mean the streets smelled like blood for weeks, but I do remember one of my roommates at the time was she's vegetarian. I don't early she was, I don't think she's vegan, but we sat on our balcony and we just I mean it was an assembly line just all day, all day, and you know it's butchered the the humane way where the blood is slowly drains out of the animal's body. And I remember looking at it and going, oh, wow, you know, it's really I appreciated it because I felt like I personally wasn't shopping in like the outdoor markets. I was going to the <laughs> I was going to the Western grocery store with everything packaged. And I was like, you know, sometimes we forget that. Mm-hmm. Chicken legs don't grow on a tree like you get a that pa- that six pack of drumsticks like that's like three different chickens or that slice of beef or whatever. And I was like, isn't there something kind of beautiful about it? And I remember my roommate was like, no, I think it's disgusting. And she walked away. And I was like, okay, well, more for me. But just, I get it. Like, there is something about life and taking of life and the circle of life and how it kind of fits all together, regardless of how you end up with it. I guess, what has been the most, I think you talked about the rewards of veganism or have implied them. What's been the most challenging aspect of being vegan for you?
1: I think the fact that it honestly is laden with so much like extra BS. Like there is this sort of like, I think there's an image that crops up that is still like a white animal rights activist and not being like that at all and not having no interest in that. Um, but I think also there is the sort of weightiness of it. Like a lot of times people will be like, do you think you're always going to be vegan? And it's a weird decision to try to project into the future. Like I actually have a close friend who I was working at a bookstore with last year. And he's also a black vegan. And so we have connected like super deep on veganism and spirituality and all these things. Um, And then we had sort of parted ways for a second and then reconnected and he, and he had like a vegan tattoo. Like he was deep in the vegan cuts. (laughs) And when I reconnected with him, he was like no longer vegan. And so it was interesting Ah. talking to him about, he had had some like, Certain deficiencies in his uh, blood work that came up and had been going Mm -hmm. through issues, and just decided like, there's. I think what I've learned is like, there's ways to correct that sort of thing vegan if you really want to, but it's just such a limitation. Like, there's no. And I think um, one of the things I think a lot about is that with it, I think that the differentiator between vegan and plant based for a lot of people is this sort of all or nothing mindset where if you are a vegan who for example even today I was doing a workout and I had like a honey stinger bar and honey by like super strict vegan standards is not vegan and so not to get super like
0: in the weeds make it an animal makes it it's an animal byproduct yeah
1: The bee doesn't die by virtue of making... You know, but the have- chicken
0: doesn't die. The cow doesn't <laughs> die when you drink his milk.
1: I think it's just like any system where human... And this is where you get in that weird space between <laughs> animal vegans and health vegans and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's like controlling or... And I think the argument that vegans have is they do- they kill bee, like Bees inevitably die just based on how they harvest the hive or whatever. But um really yeah. but
0: people oh, are like yeah. beekeepers by profession. Like how did the bees die? I thought the whole thing was to get the honey and then.
1: I keep... think it's just casualties of war. I am... <laughs> I don't know how it works. That's,
0: that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I have not dove deep into that because I think once again, I I'm kind of lucky in that I never liked honey that much. I wasn't somebody who puts honey in my tea or like uses honey. So it's pretty easy to avoid 99% of the time. But this bar is like, mostly vegan, like it's all it doesn't have any eggs or anything in it. But it's like this popular athletic brand that just happens to use honey as their natural sweetener. So it's one of those silly things where it's like, if I'm using that bar, I can't like post about it on my like, I'm like, I don't want to be on Instagram saying I'm a vegan, but posting stuff that other crazy vegans are going to be like, that's not vegan. So there's like these little irritations where I feel like if I identified as plant-based, you can get away with a lot more stuff. Um, So those little, like, just the judgment and the assumptions and the kind of constant, like questioning of, how real are you kind of thing is a little bit I would say the most frustrating part um and I think also just like there are these times where because a lot of why I do do it is for health reasons where I do notice myself making arguably worse health choices like eating French rice yeah yeah um, not and there's nothing wrong with run drives like on but like for example when I was on a work trip in Tennessee there was like five days where the place we were just where, where we were at had just shitty options and so it just felt like it was like a low quality like five days I wasn't getting a lot of protein I was feeling like pretty weak and that felt kind of like counterintuitive like Mm -hmm. you know, one of my coworkers even asked me like, well, why don't you just be like vegetarian on work trips and just incorporate like, you know, cheese and pasta and like milk or whatever while you're on the trip. And I honestly never thought about that because vegan has such a strong label of like, you're either vegan or if you don't eat a vegan food, then you're not vegan anymore. So that's the kind of little identity things that I think, being deeper into it and kind of trying to project like well what I want from my future I think a lot about is it a label that will continue to make sense for me personally and the kind of life I'm trying to live
0: it sounds so interesting sorry go ahead
1: how expensive is it
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey
1: this just sounds
0: very hey <laughs> and you know, I mean, she bougie too. Yes, yeah, she meant like, was like, I'm, like, I'm relatively yeah. affluent, <laughs> Yeah. But
1: I was like, Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm already a high food vendor, it's like not a great. Again, that's why I think some of the things for me transitioning that people complain about, like, oh I'm spending a lot on food. Like I have always lived on my own, like independently, either with a roommate, but kind of like always functionally alone. So it's not like I have like household costs that like doubled or triple. Like I always just spent a lot of money on food. Um so I always shopped at Whole Foods. It wasn't like I started shopping there. Too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Aldi's not good enough <laughs> for her. I remember us having these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> She's yes. like, oh, I'll be now. I think yeah. you do Trader Joe's
1: now, or is it not? Do they I not? I stop! I, everybody loves Trader Joe's. <laughs> Nobody is too bougie for Trader joe <laughs> <laughs> And they have the best vegan products, too, at the best prices. Although I'm still mad at them because there's no Trader Joe's in Prince George's County, and that is racist. Yeah, that's intentional.
0: <laughs> Trader Joe's knows what they 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 know they know they know why they do what they
1: do. All the way over to Howard County.
0: Yeah, there's but only my- there's only two there's one in Howard County, right, and one in Montgomery County in Silver Spring.
1: Yeah, yeah but my thing is like, how can there be a Whole Food? Whole Food has a higher price point. Moms has a higher price point. Like, yes, I yeah,
0: know. but black people don't do Trader Joe's like that.
1: Yes, they do. We,
0: they moms. do Moms. I, I do they Moms. Do, what's the other one? Harris Teeter. Black people them. love him some Harris Cedar. We swear by Harris Cedar. There's one in like every bougie neighbor black neighborhood in PG County. I was
1: the thing until I moved to Baltimore. I was like, oh, do we have this in Maryland? I Yes! Oh my I you. know. When There's that opened up in Laurel, <laughs> I was like, We've <laughs> arrived.
0: That was like <laughs> i remember and then there's a moms in college park moms i used to think was maybe white folk but i know that older black folk like to go to moms (laughs) my mom's friends like oh i was at moms and i saw this tea or whatever like (laughs) i'm like oh i've i didn't even know it was a grocery store until then.
1: no i'd never gone in there except like one day i feel like i was running out of gas or something <laughs> i'm like i've stopped in laurel i was like i might as well go to this mom's place and i was like what the hell is this like why are there oh, so the many supplement- there's a little <laughs> yeah. called roots um in montgomery and howard
0: oh yeah That's i've heard of me. that it, it seemed like the same kind of stuff so yeah it's the one in um, Howard County actually has a restaurant, a vegan restaurant, that's attached
1: yep. to it. One that's in like a weird vegan Mecca, because there's that, and then there's like a vegan... Oh, there's a um, vegan Egyptian place in Clarksville. Oh. Um, no, I I, I... And then there's another <laughs> vegan... <It's... laughs> No, no vegan Egyptian
0: (laughs) food. I mean, a lot of Egyptian food is vegan by virtue, again, because the Christians are orthodox.
1: And the Clarksville Town Center
0: thingy. They must have. Yeah, yeah, the... Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly where you're talking about. Wait, is it where the uh, Thai place are you It's, it's where the Thai place is. Oh, girl, I got a Thai place, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I just know the Thai. I know the Thai place. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, it's called koshery buys. Yes, second. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes,
1: yes, yeah. Yes. I knew it would be a so. koshery place. Like, <laughs> <Egyptian-y> <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We
0: were just watching. A- Actually, you know what? Maybe I will go there to show him some, yes. show Mr. Bankio some koshery. Personally, I've only had it twice. It's just very heavy. It's 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 not... Is it
1: the rice thing? It's
0: rice with pasta.
1: Well, you can... Yeah, I just they have, have, they have substitutes. Yeah, so that's
0: not real them. koshery, though.
1: Koshery. Koshery is rice,
0: rice with pasta, pasta and uh, chickpeas and then a little tomato sauce and some uh, fried onion on top. That's koshery. So um yeah I had it twice and I was like both times when you eat you just yeah, to make to sleep yeah, yeah 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 that, that place has a lot oh. kind of options okay already- I'll check I, I mean no I want to see if they have other things they have haloushi which is meat Then I either it's like a meat pie uh it's delicious anyhow um <laughs> <laughs> something else that stood out to me in years you we were talking Yasmin honestly is about how, like, we could just take out the word vegan in a lot of these conversations and put in some different religion or some other conviction, and it would mm-hmm. fit. Like when you're like, oh, people are asking me, like, am I going to be? Like, I think about women who wear hijab, who take off their hijabs, okay. the same kind of, oh, people expect me to be 100% this. Or like when people become like super religious, born again, and then like backslide or what have you, it's the same, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a lot of the same kinds of things. Or even fitness, right? Like, oh, I was on that fitness ground, I was running five miles a day, I was doing this, I was doing that, and then I just stopped. And yeah. people have opinions about that. <laughs> oh, you said you were this, or when I met you, you were that. And I just wonder to what extent. I mean, is 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 vegan like a not really a religion, but is it a is it a lifestyle? Is it a, is it a what do they say on Young Famous Africans? Is it a beyond the vibe? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like I
0: like this monumental like the-
1: choice. <laughs> I think so, because I think then there's things like again, you could just get so deep in the rabbit hole. Like, are you gonna wear leather? Like the good thing about me is I don't buy like expensive shoes and jackets. So that's not really a question. Even leather
0: bags be, be falling apart. I'm just saying. <laughs> really? yeah.
1: They I fall apart. <laughs> I get all my bags from Target, so I have no clue. But um and then there's like um The what's weird to me, I will say, I keep seeing vegan skincare, which I don't even bother looking at what my skincare is like. I don't, I don't know. I'm when it says it's vegan, I'm like, so what is non-vegan skincare? Is is it is Is it like the testing
0: on animals
1: thing? (laughs) Oh, you know, it could be
0: like for instance, I know, I know this because I dated someone who's conservative Jewish. The red dye red coloring in food is from a particular insect that is not kosher. And so it's little things like that, that you'll think food and other things and like lipstick too. So it's from some, I don't know, some beetles, some things. So it could be stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I'm not that deep. So I just feel like <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and I think that's the thing. One thing I was actually just talking to a friend about is with all these different lifestyles, it's like, how much active time do you want to spend thinking about this lifestyle choice that you're making? And do you like value your time being spent that way? So what I was talking to her about was like, there was a point where I was like super dialed into like nutrition just very generally and was doing a lot of like, tracking and journaling and writing my thoughts and like listening. Yeah, I learned just, that from like, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things, like, this is how I want to say I spent 10 hours of my week. And at that time, when I was like, again, it was like mid-pandemic, I was like, who cares? 10 hours, nothing. <laughs> like, I'm trying to fill time. Now, it's just like, it's not worth the trade-off of my time and energy, to when I know my energy is finite. And so that's how I feel about a lot of these micro decisions that a lot of vegans do get caught up in. And this is, again, I want to be, like, mindful because I don't have that, like, conviction. I guess that's the difference between an ethical vegan and everybody else is, like, I don't have this moral, like, feeling of, like, oh, my God, if I don't ask them what pan this was cooked in, I'm, you know... Hurting an animal, like if that's your belief system, then you're not going to worry about how much time that takes and how much energy it's saying because you have that belief. But I think when your belief is not that sort of, um, I don't know how somebody would define it, just like that serious, it's like it's important to me, but I also value other things. And so I think that's how I've like started to kind of reevaluate what is worth the time to like invest in. That means I'm like, overall, I think if you did an analysis, I'm probably like 95% vegan and there's probably a bunch of like little things that I mess up every day, but I'm not gonna like sit here and worry about it. Cause I feel like that 95% impact is, is really my goal overall.
0: Thank you so much Yasmin for sharing wow. such an interesting lifestyle choice. Uh, for <laughs> I, I still think it's a path that a lot of people don't take, but apparently you meet all the Black and Latinx vegans. I don't really meet yeah. that many. Um, so it's But it is a growing trend and more people are becoming aware of it and more people are being motivated to become vegan for, for various reasons, as you said. And it's just really nice to, I don't know, to see people doing things that they enjoy doing, exploring it. And it shouldn't be uh, like, oh, you Black, so why would you do that kind of thing which I think veganism does fall into that category for a lot of people um so
1: yeah I definitely recommend like the reading like I felt like it was the books that transformed me into thinking like a lot of the argument that black vegans make is like no one should be more inclined to be vegan than black people because we have faced so much suffering unnecessarily we have been dehumanized we do have the worst health outcomes like there are so many reasons for black people to consider it as a lifestyle and they also trace a lot of the like this is more like the i would say african-american perspective but like the food ways of like black people were kind of not not necessarily their own but like a lot of like chitlins and pork things like were kind of just the leftovers from what the master didn't want and so the argument they made is like why continue that why not like harvest our own food and be our own like have our own new food ways so I would also say it's been a kind of a cool way to tap into like black American culture from a different angle as an African just to kind of have that solidarity in thinking about we have power over our own food choices, and that can be like a really joyful thing to explore.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I think I just I don't eat pork, and so I feel like that's enough for me. <laughs> I never had a chicken. I don't know what <laughs> it tastes like. I don't know what that one is.
1: <laughs> Y'all will take spend a week in January next year, one month. Girl,
0: me yeah, I love I love <laughs> chicken <after> so much. <laughs> i
1: love chicken you can give up chicken for for a whole month no it's just a month i love it
0: you know of all the meats like i don't really even care but chicken like why there's so many ways you can cook it it's like yeah, I just don't have the the motivations. I guess that's what it is. You know what it is? It's that like a lot of vegan foods, but I do see like with your stuff, you all, I don't like that people make, and that's for vegetarian foods too, I think just make a thing. Don't call it a burger. Don't call it <laughs> bacon, tur- you know, bacon. Don't call it some mac and cheese. Although I've had good vegan mac and cheese. I have had good vegan mac and cheese it's just like, just call it something else and then let me eat it and enjoy it. But when you call it the equivalent of and it's just not the same taste, that's what I think turns me off from vegetarian creations. But, I, you know, I feel like everybody else. I don't have meat in every meal. Creations. Hmm? Meals. Vegetarian meals. (laughs) Just call it a meat. Just call it, you know, like a, a, you know, a rice with, with, you know, mushrooms and carrots, don't call it like vegan ham hocks. And the carrots are <laughs> supposed to be the ham hocks. Like, stop it. That's, <laughs> that's my thing. But I'm glad that you enjoyed. it. I mean, you're a great cook. So I'm sure that your stuff is like A plus and, and lovely. I just see you glowing about the veganism. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's great, and you're like doing all these. I'm like, wow, Yasmin's my 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 inspiration. You do triathlete triathlons, and she's like biking and swimming and swinging on trees and shit. It's like very
1: (laughs) (laughs) and winning medals. We're about to see her on the Olympic stage. Hey, it's great. Yeah, my mom said start the Ghanaian trial you, so like, you girl, you know you'll make it. You <laughs> good you body.
0: <laughs> look there was this girl, Maggie Barry. She's raised in the US, but one of her goals was to go to the Olympics. She didn't make it to the US team. Next thing I know, homegirl went back to Sierra Leone, was giving out track shoes. <laughs> Next thing I know, who's <laughs> representing Sierra Leone? I mean, I think she passed like the first round, but I mean, she didn't she she didn't qualify for any of the other things. I See, she's an Olympian. Yeah, she's like, hey, I'm an Olympian now. She's like engaged and like working at as the head head of UX design at some company. I'm like, how does this? But you know, it's helpful when you're an Olympian <laughs> to get where you need to. <laughs> right. <yes. laughs> Thank you very much, Yasmin.